Your story might be the very thing someone needs to hear in order to keep going. Hi, I'm Shara, and you're listening to Life Stories. Hello, and welcome to episode one. I am so excited. I have wanted to do a podcast for a while. I even bought this microphone three or four years ago, but I never took it out of the box. I just left it in the box, put it in a drawer. And my son, my oldest son wanted to do some voiceover work. And so he asked if he could borrow it and he used it for a little bit, I think, but then he ended up buying a better microphone and I got it back from him a few months ago. And here I am. I am not an expert at anything for sure, but sometimes I brave and I like to try. So I am wondering, what is your story? What is the story in your life that you find yourself telling over and over again? Maybe it is how you met your spouse or how you got your job. Maybe it's some cool experience that you had that you're able to tell people about. Maybe it's like the man at the grocery store the other day who is from Hungary And I asked him how in the world he ended up in our little East Texas town from Hungary. And so he told me his story. Maybe it's something else, but what is the story that you tell most often in your life? Sometimes our stories are exciting. They're fun to share. They make people laugh. Sometimes they're heartbreaking and, you know, people have a sympathy for us or sometimes our stories encourage other people. When I'm going through something difficult, I want to talk to somebody who has been through it, who has been through it. I mean, the hard stuff. I want to know how they struggled and I want to know how they overcame. I want to know how they made it through. Because when I talk to somebody who made it through in this pretty little journey and nothing was hard and that doesn't encourage me, that doesn't give me hope to hold on to. I want to talk to somebody that's been through the hard things and made it through and I want to know how they did it. Because that gives me hope. It gives me something to hold on to so that if I have to go through it too, I know I can. So my story, I have a lot of stories, but the one that I end up sharing most often is whenever I talk about my grandkids. So I am 48. I have very good genes apparently because when I tell people I have grandkids, people that don't know me, Every time they say, there is no way you are not old enough to have grandkids, which I appreciate greatly. I, like I said, I have good genes and I don't look as old as I am. And I've always been like that. I didn't appreciate it as a teenager. I didn't appreciate it as a young mom because I felt like people didn't take me seriously. They just assumed I didn't know anything because I looked even younger than I actually was. But my response every time someone says that is, well, thank you for thinking that. But I had my first child when I was 17. I was still in high school. And so that story in my life gets shared over and over again. Anybody that knows me personally knows my story. Um, They know that I was married to my boyfriend right after high school and that we are still married today. They don't know all the bumps and bruises and the roller coaster ride that it's been for 30 years, but they know that I had my first child, my daughter, when I was still in high school. And that is a story that I will share on probably the next episode. There's a lot of things that happened 
that were good. There's some, you know, negative, obviously negative aspects to that story. But the good news is that we are still here. My husband and I still like each other. We have fun together. He is my best friend. He is my biggest encourager, my biggest fan. And he has been very patient with me and has, he has been my rock for 30 years. I've needed it for a lot of different reasons. And so that's the story that I share the, the most. You know, we had our, our first child in January and then we graduated from high school in May and then we got married in June and then we hit the ground running. I mean, we had two more kids. I finished two years of college and then began staying home with all my babies and he finished four years of prerequisite school and then he um, went to physical therapy school. And so we've moved around a lot for jobs and for school. And we just two years ago, I mean, right at the beginning of COVID, right when the pandemic hit and things were shut down, we sold our home, which it had been for sale for several months. Um, we sold our home and moved to some family land. We, we bought a little bit. We were given a little bit and we have built our forever home. And this is hopefully where we're going to be forever. <laughs> we don't want to move again. I burned all our boxes for that very reason. I don't want to have to use them ever again, but I am thankful where I am today. And I'm thankful that even though my story started out with everything against us, we have fought very hard to be where we are today. And I feel like Sharing my story can give someone hope that it can be a beautiful story, even if it doesn't start the way you wanted it to, even if it doesn't go the way you wanted it to, or it's just different, it can still be beautiful. And so I'm hoping my story will encourage other people in that way. And even though I realized at one of our reunions that, you know, that's how people remember me. And that's probably, uh, hopefully not the only thing people remember me by. But, you know, 30 years ago when I had my daughter, I was one of very few girls who were pregnant in high school. I know some that, or at least one that was pregnant and quit, but it's not like you saw these, you know, pregnant 17 year olds walk in the halls every day. It was not, it, it just wasn't a thing. And so I understand why people remember me in that. I hope that's not the only way they remember me. But even though that is part of my story, that's just one chapter of my story. It does not define who I am. That's not where I've found my identity. It's just something that I went through and hopefully can encourage other people with. But I'm also a lot of other things. I mean, I, I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a grandmother. My granddaughters call me Aya. Uh, my two oldest nieces, when they first started talking, they couldn't say my name. And so they called me Aya. Both of them did. It was weird. They're 18 months apart and they both, that's what they both called me. So I said, one day when I have grandkids, that's what I want my grandkids to call me. I, I don't like doing things like everybody else. I like being different. My name is different than, than most people. Um, I wanted my grandmother's name to be different than most people. I don't, I don't like doing the same as everybody else. So I love my grandmother's name and I love hearing my granddaughters say my name. I'm a big reader. I love to read. I read a lot. I just, I love biographies. I love historical fiction. I, I read a lot of fiction and I just love to read. I, and I prefer having a book in my hand instead of reading on my Kindle app. I have it 
a Kindle app on my iPad, but I prefer having a book in my hand. And so I go to the library a lot. In fact, I have written five books. I've written four books for young girls. And I wrote a book about our journey with autism because I have a son with autism. And I went to our local library and the library has four of my books. One of them is a devotional. And so I didn't put that in the library. But I asked if I could put my books in circulation and I did. And so I go to the library almost weekly, but I love walking into the library and seeing my books on display. It just makes me feel good. I know I don't make any money off of that, but it makes me happy to see them there. I love to bake. I had a bakery for about a year, a little over a year. That was one of the greatest things I've ever done. And it was, it was not successful. I didn't make money off of it, but I loved every minute of it. And it's one of those things I always wanted to do. And I knew I would kick myself one day if I didn't try it. And even though it, it wasn't successful, it's still to me one of the best things I've ever done. I had so much fun. I, I loved to bake and I loved going to Restaurant Depot and buying, you know, 50 pound bags of flour and all the stuff I got to buy. And I loved trying new recipes and, and doing, you know, new things. I loved my little shop. It was so cute. It was so cute. And I loved meeting people. I had people that would drive out of their way when they're coming our direction because my bakery was gluten-free and they would drive out of their way just to come to the bakery because they wanted to get gluten-free baked goods. So that was fun. That was one of the funnest times in my life. I am a, a friend and I love those people closest to me. I've got friends that I've had for 20 years, even longer, some of them, and I may not see them often. I may not even get to talk to them often. But some of those people are some of my dearest friends and the people I love fiercely and I pray for often. I am loyal to those people and I'm thankful for every text, every phone call, whether I'm sending it or receiving it. I, I love the people closest to me. I tend to get um, emotionally attached to TV characters <laughs> a little more than I should. It's kind of embarrassing mostly those with special needs because I have a son with special needs. And so I am a big, big bang theory fan, like a little bit obsessed with the big bang theory. I didn't watch it until after it was already off the air. I don't know why I never, I was never interested in it, but once I started watching it, I've watched the entire series through. I don't know how many times I love it so much. And I love Sheldon. He is exhausting, but I love him. And I know they never said he had autism or was on the spectrum, but clearly he was. And I just love him. And I, I, I think because our son, he can't communicate as well as um, Sheldon does. I mean, he, he talks and he can talk to us. He has a difficult time explaining things sometimes, and he definitely can't do it the way Sheldon does. But I think if he could, he would, he would talk like Sheldon, but I, I just love Sheldon and I love the good doctor. If you've not seen the good doctor, oh my gosh, it's a great show. But Dr. Sean Murphy, I just, in fact, I had a friend when I was working, um, several years ago, I would like the next day after the good doctor was on, I would come in and I would be griping about something that happened to him. And I had a friend that just laughed at me because I mean, I, I just took it a little too seriously. I know they're not real people, but I think I love them just because of my son. 
Um, I love to laugh. I love to laugh. I spent a lot of years of my life not laughing. I spent a lot of years just living in fear of a lot of things. Very, very insecure and ashamed of who I was, ashamed of mistakes that I had made. And I have to say that laughing is way more fun. Being confident in who I am and knowing who I am and being able to laugh at life is just awesome. And that's why I picked the profile picture that I have. Um, I recently took professional headshots and I picked that picture uh, for this for this podcast for that very reason, because I'm laughing and I love that picture so much. The photographer who was so fabulous, if you're in Texas, in North Texas, and you need a photographer, I got the girl for you. Um, she said, okay, I want you to turn your head. I want you to laugh. Just think about something and laugh. And I started laughing. And when I told my husband, he said, what were you laughing at? I said, I just thought it was funny that she told me to laugh. So I just laughed. It was easy. So I love laughter. I love music. I love enjoying life. Life is too short to not enjoy what you can. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for where I am in my life right now. I'm thankful for the opportunity to do this podcast. I'm thankful that I can even encourage one person. I can make one person smile, one person laugh, give one person something to think about that maybe will help them or encourage them. And that's my goal for this whole podcast. So I thank you for being here. I thank you for listening. Have a fabulous day.